Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Unplug TV India. It's an honor and privilege for us to have you on board the session with us. For this session today, we have Joel Matthews, a political analyst, talk to us on the political crisis in Maharashtra. But before we begin, let me give you few latest updates regarding the political crisis. So there's a breathless political development is taking place in Maharashtra. In the latest update, Maharashtra Chief Minister. Uddhav Thakre on Monday handed over portfolios of nine rebel ministers who are currently camping at a Guwahati hotel in Assam to other ministers. So let's begin with our interview. We have here Joel Matthews, a political analyst and have been monitoring the Maharashtra political crisis ever since it began and also have been connect himself to the Shiv Sena. So I guess we, we cannot have a better person than him to throw some lights on the recent crisis. Hello, Joel. Hi, good evening, Alice. Good evening. So let's uh, begin the interview. Uh, so we'll start with, let's uh, tell us how you are connected with Shiv Sena and Uddhav Thakre. Well, I was born and brought up in Mumbai and all my life I had stayed in Mumbai. Having gra graduated my high school and then when I went into my junior college, which was an RD National College in Bandra, I was closely associated with the Shiv Sena and learned a lot about them. Okay. So right now, are you connected with any of Shiv Senex? Not actively though, but I'm keenly watching the developments happening in Maharashtra as it breaks. Okay. So uh, my first question to you is that what led to such a big revolt in the Shiv Senex? Basically, this was something in the happening. This was something that was happening from a long time ago as it went from the switching of the old guard to the new guard, what happened was uh, many of the old Shiv Sainics who were there were not able to adjust and adapt to the uh, to the new guard. Now, when I mean that, uh, it's very important for us to know the basis and the foundation on which the Shiv Sena was built. The Shiv Sena basically was built as party for the Marathi Manus. You know, it was on Marathi Manus Asmita. That was the main plank on which the Shiv Sena was built. Uh, the Shiv Sena basically, Hindu word came to the Shiv Sena automatically. It was something natural. It was something in their DNA. Now, when Balasaheb Thakre, uh, the late Balasaheb Thakre, when he was alive, the Shiv Sena was more towards a street uh, party. It was a party on the streets, you know, where its workers, its karikatras, its shaka, shaka pramukhs were on the streets and agitation. And that is how the party built up. But as of now, with the new guard, with Uddhav Takriji and uh, Aditya Takriji taking over, basically okay. what they have tried to do is infuse new life into Shiv Sena, bringing in technology, bringing in, like, for example, Aditya Takri, who's the environment minister of Maharashtra, has done a fabulous job, be it the animal colony, uh, saving the cutting of the trees for the car sheds and animal colony and stuff like that. So this concept is basically new to the Shiv Senics. They are used to, you know, uh, work for Maharashtrians and opening Varapau stalls for Maharashtrians and standing yeah. up to the unions and stuff like that, you see. So yeah. this has been kind of a culture shake and a culture shock for the normal ship sanics on the street. So the second question, Eknath Shinde has said that uh, when getting into NCP, uh, the Shiv Sena, Uddhav Thakre has completely neglected the Shiv Senex. So, is it possible that his allegations are true? 
because that is what has led him uh, to take such a big step it's ironic isn't it to end up years back when uh, for for the first time uh, maybe the second time i should say when uh, shoshana put his foot down and said uh, hey we are your partners we got to share power as well we're not going to be the junior partner all the while and we are not going to be eaten up by you by the bjp i mean and uh, basically how can you say that udav takre has neglected the shift settings well if it was so iknat shinde was the number two person in the party now being the chief minister udav takre has got many responsibilities he's got to uh, take care of the entire state there was a big covid pandemic that happened and i should say udav takre ji has passed out with flying colors in that but to keep the chefs and next together that was actually ignatian this job he was the number 2 in the party and udav takre had given him all the authority and given him all the leeway in the party so it was basically his job he was the one in charge of the entire party so to put the blame now back on udav takre is doesn't hold much water okay uh and what about uddhav thakre what his emotional step that he has taken he left varsha and went back to matoshri will it work okay basically for that you should understand the shivsena the shivsena is not just a political party it is basically a social movement that was that came about for the resurrection of the maharashtrians of the mumbaikers of the marathi manus you get what i mean uh, back in those days the shakas and the shaka pramukhs they used to be so powerful the shaka pramukh basically used to be like he was a police inspector he was the sarpanch or he was the leader in that area people came to him with all kinds of problems even before they went to the police Beat even marital problems between husband and wife. They would come to the shaka pramukh, and he would sort it out. If you owed somebody money and he didn't pay you, they would come to the shaka pramukh. The shaka pramukh would sort it out. You know what I mean? And yeah. for shivsenics, it was not all about power. It was all about their identity. And Matoshri was a place that represented their identity. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And for Shivsenics, Matoshri is not just another house. It is not like Tentuglat Lane uh, uh, or anything. Matoshri is basically a religious place. It's revered among every Shivsenic. So when he leaves Varsha and when he comes to Shiv, uh, Matoshri, it's a call for unity among the Shivsenics together, because they can have differences among them, but when it comes to Matoshri, it all comes together as one. You get what I mean? So that is why I believe Uddhav Thakre ji came back to Matoshri because it brings the Shiv Sainiks together. It gives them the identity together. Okay. So will that uh, uh, affect the rebels in Guwahati? As per news, see. they have the majority right now. You can already see that it is affecting them in Guwahati. There's a reason why they're sitting in Guwahati. It's a different. It's one thing to sit in Guwahati. It's another thing to come back to Chowpati. You get what I mean? Yeah. The MLAs who have won the election on the strength and the hard work and the sweat and blood of local Shiv Sainiks on the ground, those Shiv Sainiks on the ground, they are still with Uddhav Thakre. It is just that these people have been uh, basically 
taken away to Gowati, right? We don't know how many of them are authentically there in Gowati at the moment, right? But if you see the ground shift cynics, they are strong hand in glove together with the Dabtakari. And that's a reason, that's one of the main reasons why these uh, MLAs are scared to come back to Maharashtra. Right. But uh, there's one side, Uddhav Thakre is like emotional, he's playing emotionally. And on the other hand, Sanjay Raut and Aditya, they are uh, challenging these MLAs. Well, basically, you got to speak to them in the language they understand. You get what I mean? And Shivsena has always been a confrontational party. We have not been people who's going to take down injustice done to them. They are going to give it back. And that's what Sanjay Raut and Aditya Thakare are doing, basically. They are sending a signal to the uh, rebel MLAs that, hey, listen, we're not going to take it down. All right? You want to play this? We'll play back. And that's politics, isn't it? Okay. And what is your take uh, on... Uh, sorry, and uh, just to add one more point inside this. At this moment, the person who's sitting on the driving seat and who's driving this right now, is uh, basically Sharad Pawar. So Sharad Pawar must have uh, advice to the Takre that, uh, you know, get your party together first. We'll look after the MLAs once they come back. We'll look after the floor of the house once the MLAs come back. But what's most important right now is take care of the party. Get the house united one more time. What is your take on rumors about Bharatiya Janta Party's involvement in the rebel game? So there are, because there are news that Devendra Fandavis have visited uh, Guwahati and met Shinde. I mean, it's no secret, right? The BJP is behind this. Uh, if not, why would they be in BJP root states in Gujarat or in Guwahati, right? Uh, yeah. And it's very important for the BJP to come back in power in Maharashtra because Karnataka elections are going on. And uh, they, they, uh, the BMC elections are coming up. Now, the BMC has the biggest budget of any municipality in the whole of Asia. You get what I mean? So controlling BMC is very, very important for them. Now, if you notice in the previous elections, Devendra Fatnavis was in charge of the Goa elections and he delivered Goa for the BJP. So there's a high possibility that they may deploy Devendra Fatnavis in Karnataka as well. So for Devendra Fatnavis to come back to power as a chief minister is very, very crucial. So, yeah, you must be in a no man's land to think that BJP is not behind this. Okay. So, in whole this uh, Maharashtra turmoil, this uh, NCP, BJP and all that, uh, where do the citizens stand, the voters? That's the cruel joke played on the voters, right? First, you vote a party and you vote your MLA because that's the person who's got the ticket in your area. And then... A year, two years later, suddenly that fellow decides, oh, my God, my party doesn't stand for whatever reason and shifts party. And then you are forced to be in another government. What happened to Eknath Shinde two and a half years back? It was this Eknath Shinde who was going airport to airport, bringing back all the NCP leaders that the BJP wanted to take away. It was this Eknath Shinde that was in the hotel taking the pledge that we will be together and stuff like that. Did he forget Hindutva then? Or did he learn Hindutva now? I mean, what's going on, right? So this is not about any ideology or Hindutva or anything like that. Bottom line story, right? Eknath Shinde knows if he doesn't go with the BJP, 
there's going to be the ED, CBI, and there's going to be other agencies behind his back. And that's that's the bottom line, basically. Nothing more, nothing less. So let's consider this scenario. If uh, Uddhav Thakare agrees to these uh, Eknath Chinde Sena's demands, that they demand to join BJP again, is it possible? Uh, right. What is now, important for Uddhav Thakare? Now, they cannot join the BJP. That's impossible. Because it is the local Shiv Senics that have fought on the ground and made them win, right? So if they go and merge with BJP, like how Jyotiraditya Sindhya did in uh, Madhya Pradesh or how it happened in Karnataka, right? These guys know that they would have to stand for a by-election then uh, and none of them want to do that because they know they lose big time. So basically the options in front of them are two things. Number one is maybe they might try to take over Shiv Sena if they can't. They might try to align together with uh, Raj Thakre's Maharashtra Narman Sena because uh, Raj Thakre is also the uh, nephew of uh, Bala Sahib Thakre and uh, that's the route they might go and that's the route I see they are going. But joining BJP, they won't because first of all, they're not going to get the status uh, that they had in Shiv Sena in the BJP because BJP already has their leaders and their cadre in Maharashtra. Iknath Shinde is not tomorrow going to be the number two person in BJP in Maharashtra. It's not going to happen. So it doesn't make sense for them to even join the BJP, right? Either they are going to take over the Shiv Sena, but if uh, the Shiv Sena is able to get back at least three to four MLAs back because they need 36 MLAs to squirt the anti-defection law. So if uh, Shiv Sena can take back about three to four MLAs, then they have no choice but either to join Republic Party or Maharashtra Navdurman Sena, MNS or stuff like that. Okay, so let's sum up with the interview. My last question to you is, looking at the current scenario, what are the possibilities in coming days? Will the Guwahati rebels land up in Mumbai? They have no choice. It's just a matter of time. They have to come back to Mumbai. You can say whatever you want in Gawati, right? The actual position will be known when you're in the floor of the house. And that is in Maharashtra, in the Vidhan Sabha in Maharashtra. So yes, exciting days ahead, uncertain days ahead. We don't know what is in store whether these rebels are going to come back and some of them are going to defect from here and come back to Dav Takhre. What's going to happen? The game numbers are only going to start once these rebels come back from Gowati. You can you can talk the, to the moon and the stars in Gowati, but it doesn't hold much water. You need to come back to Maharashtra in the Vidhan Sabha. That's when the real test is going to happen. Okay. So Thank you, Joel. Thank you so much for your time. Pleasure uh, being with you. Thank you so much. Thank you.